Hello and welcome to Mr. Folders, a podcast about personal productivity, getting your best work accomplished, and nerding out about all of that. My name is Rosemary Orchard, and with me, as always, is Scotty Jackson. Hey, Scotty. I feel I feel nerdy. I'm ready to nerd. Good, because uh, for people who are unfamiliar with the show, you can find all of our episodes at nestedfolderspodcast.com. And if you'd like to support us, then we also have the ability to do that at nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested, where, you know, we get a little less organized and a little bit more nerdy. But that's always fun. But uh, we've got a lot to talk about today, haven't we, Scotty? We do. And from varying altitudes, I understand. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it used to be altitudes and then they changed it, which is a shame because I love the altitude version. Um, But today we're continuing our GTD series. We stopped numbering it because that was causing problems. Um, And we're going to talk about the horizons of focus as determined by David Allen originally and then how we integrate them in our lives. Because, of course, that's the real trick to it, you know, not just knowing that this stuff exists, but actually figuring out how to implement it and use it so that you can get productive. Totally. And I struggled a lot with this when I was first introduced to GTD because um, I thought, like, I don't understand how this fits in with the five phases of workflow. Like, if, yeah. if, if I capture and clarify and organize and review and then do, well, what are these different horizons about that? But, you know, over time, I've, I've learned to appreciate the various different perspectives that these horizons offer and the ways in which I'm thinking about my life and work. So I'm, I'm really excited to have this conversation. Yes. Um, and I would actually suggest if people are looking for any reading material on this, then Getting Things Done is not the book for this. There are two other books written by David Allen, uh, Ready for Anything and Making It All Work. And those are much better for getting into the whole horizons of focus and so on. And they were especially making it all work that's for me you know what helped make this click um because you know getting things done is about you know doing the stuff and checking off the tasks whereas mm-hmm. you know you need you need to perhaps you know read a couple of other books to find out you know like and what is my purpose in life um and mm-hmm. all of these other wonderful questions which we will be going through today Absolutely. So I, I think you, you make a good point when you talk about, you know, the typical GTD workflow is very naturally oriented around um, the ground level horizon. Maybe maybe we start, or I guess ground and horizon one, maybe we start and explain what the horizons even are for those who have, have not encountered this or maybe not thought a lot about it yet. Yeah. So some people may have heard this before as uh, the runway with the different altitudes, like 10,000 feet, 20,000 feet. Uh, A couple of years ago, I think it might have actually been in 2011, uh, according to a blog post I found. Um, But, you know, a while ago, they renamed it. So you have your ground level, which are your calendar and your actions as you're doing them. And then you've got Horizon 1, which are your projects um, and, you know, the outcomes of those projects. And then Horizon 2 are areas of focus and your accountability and to some extent responsibility is another word I sneak in there. Um, Then Horizon 3, one to two year goals and their objectives. Horizon 4, three to five year vision. And then your Horizon 5 is your purpose and your principles. So, you know, we're getting further away timeline wise as well as also increasing in size for each Mm -hmm. of these individual horizons. Totally. And also, also, I would argue, decreasing in elasticity. So when you talk about your purpose and your principles for who you are and why you are on this planet, those tend to not change very fluidly. Those are, those are things in a lot of ways that simply 
are or exist. Uh, and uh, whereas, you know, the as you descend through the horizons, you know, your three to five year vision, obviously that's about the, you know, frequency with which that changes or adapts. Um, likewise, one to two year visions and goals. It Now, when you get into your areas of focus and accountability, you know, as your life situations change, whether you're moving house or changing a job or uh, your family dynamics are changing, there's an increasing level of elasticity there. When you get into something like projects, that is highly elastic because, you know, now on, on a weekly basis, your commitments and, and um uh, endeavors to you know make make things different in the world uh, change all all over the place and then uh, and then basically uh, it's it's water everywhere on uh, on the ground level where your actions change minute to minute hour to hour. Mm, yes, that's just it. You know, because all of this stuff, it's it's very easy to get bogged down in in you know, like oh yeah, and I'm doing this and I'm doing this and I'm doing this. But when you know that there is a bigger plan out there, and I, I should feel I should also mention you don't have to know all of your horizons straight off the bat, because for me, like figuring out purpose and principles, that is an ongoing thing. You know, like mm. I, I've got an idea, I know roughly what's happening, but you know, I don't know all of it. But I've definitely got three to five year vision, and that can filter back and make you know getting through the slog of get these actions done, get these actions done, attend this meeting, go to that Zoom meeting, um, and all of that much easier because I I know you know what all of this is in aid of. Totally. And, and I think too, the, the horizon that you, that you want to spend time thinking about, or, or sorry, maybe what you want to do is, is, is define which horizons you want to spend more time thinking about based on the effectiveness of your system and how things are going. You know, if at the ground level, your actions and calendar are under control and you have a, you know, a system that manages your projects, you know, maybe you want to back up a little bit and start thinking more around defining what your areas of focus and accountability even really are uh, in, in, Mm -hmm. in an attempt to help you, uh, you know, better define your projects, or maybe you are in that, you know, year end review mode, uh, see previous episode. And you're thinking about that, you know, one to two year goals and objectives. If you're in that mode of thinking, then that's the horizon that you want to spend time at. All of these horizons to me represent different, inner conversations that I need to have with myself about what my commitments and what they represent. Cause sometimes yeah. I'll capture something in my inbox that I think is an action. turns out that's actually going to be a whole new area of responsibility in my life. And I need to make projects about that. And I need to make actions about that. So the, the horizon lens that you can apply to you, both your workflow and your ways of doing things is, is super valuable to think about how a given idea maps to the overall entirety of your human existence. Yes. And, you know, it sounds like it sounds no like big. a very big thing when you put it like that. But, sure. you know, something you brought up there, um, you know, really, you know, is a very key point for me. Ideally, your horizon should be like a pyramid with the widest part being the ground level. Uh, hopefully mm. logically, uh, you know, pyramids are usually found on the ground, um, and then going upwards. So that would mean that there would be very few purposes and principles, and then those link out to more 
three to five year visions. So for this purpose, I might have two to three things in my three to five year vision. And then from there, I can break that down and each of those could break into two to three or maybe four to five, depends on you and exactly what it is, um, you know, goals and objectives. And then those break down into areas of focus and responsibility. Those break down into projects, which then breaks down into calendar and action. Uh, mm -hmm. items. So, you know, ideally there should be a flow and there should be linkage going upwards and downwards. So for example, if I look at a particular project in my OmniFocus, switching the controller in my desk, you know, just looking at this, I'm like, okay, it's a project, you know, like whatever. And then if I think about it, actually, you know, that project doesn't sound very important. Switch the controller in my desk, you know, why do I need to do that? Well, I need to switch the controller in my desk so that I can press a button and it will change my desk to a specific height for me, a memorized height automatically. Uh, so that I'm continually sitting and standing with my desk at the correct ergonomic heights for me, because this is important to living a healthy life, which conveniently also explains the half-eaten bar of chocolate in my cupboard, uh, which uh, <laughs> there there are two different ones at the moment, and uh, I'm sorry. Dairy milk and Bourneville, because, you know, sometimes you want milk chocolate, sometimes you want dark chocolate. Um, but, you know, it's like being able to trace that back can make looking at these things inside of your task manager or whatever system you're using much easier. And it really, for me, helps me get stuff done. Like, you know, uh, I don't really want to change the controller on my desk. I'm going to change the controller on my desk because it, you know, I'm fed up with my back, like slightly aching at the end of the day because I was standing at slightly the wrong height for a while. Um, you know, so it, it's good to be able to do that, I find. Here's what I love about what you just did there. Um, you started with, you know, the the uh, commitment and action then worked your way up the horizons. I think that's why GTD really resonated for me when I discovered it, because some productivity systems try and work you the other way around where you, st oh. and I mean, on paper, it presents like a great idea. Let's start with your vision and principles for the kind of human person that you want to be. And then let's like bring that down into, you know, what email you're going to send next. The reason that is so very difficult to do is because I'm really busy right now thinking about the email that I want to send next that it's tough to ascend out of that out of that horizon that I am I am broken at and start talking about like vision and principles you got to be kidding me like I I have the next three hours to get through so I, I think that GTD does a really really good job in principle of starting you on the ground and then working upward through the horizons as you get better at managing your actions, as you get better at managing your projects, as you get better at managing your areas of accountability and, and, and so on, you work your way up as opposed to this, I, I'm going to like try and start at the top and work my way down. That can be really, really tough if your runway is out of control. Exactly. Sorry, or ground horizon. Yeah. GTD 2.0. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it, it's, it's trying to figure out, you know, like... Like, what, what have I got on my plate that's actually important? And being able to go through that. And I find, you know, I find and I found, um, you know, both tenses are correct here. And I'm sure I will continue to find as well if we want to throw in a third one. Um, that, you know, it's much easier to work from the bottom, bottom up. Because, you know, having somebody sit you down and say, okay, I need you to define your purpose in life. Like that, that's something where like six weeks later, you can still be there going, well, I don't know, um, because it's really difficult to define, and, you know, that's the sort of thing that you, you, okay, maybe some people wake up, uh, you know, and they've had a dream and that's it, you know, this is their purpose in life. This is what they're going to do now, you know, Forrest Gump, I'm just going to run. Um, that's great if you're Forrest Gump and your, your purpose in life at this moment in time is to run. But if you're not Forrest Gump and you're currently not running, 
um, then, you know, you, you might need something else to help you figure it out. And there are so many ways that you can do that. But looking at what's currently on your plate or, you know, on your ground level, uh, to use the horizon of focus term, is a really great way to get started because that way it's also going to be achievable. And let's face it, do we want an unachievable purpose in life or do we want something that we can actually, you know, do and then, you know, in five, ten years look back and go, hey, like, I am actually making progress towards this. Or it'll evolve and you can change it and that's okay. Um, and mm -hmm. you can say, yeah, like, that was good working towards that. I'm going to do this now. Like, this is no longer applicable to me. My life has changed. I'm going to change it. Um, because all of these things are flexible. Nothing is set in stone or cast in iron. Totally. I, I In preparing for this conversation in the, this episode uh, here of Nested Folders, thank you for tuning in, I, w I got thinking a lot about what the horizons mean for me. And, and I think the episodes and conversations that we've done about the GTD workflow map very wonderfully to the ground level and horizon one of, you know, actions and projects. And we've talked in the past too about your know, sort of year reflection and the, and the, the 12 week year links in show notes. Um, and you know, that sort of larger, larger planning. And then I, I feel like there are other resources too, that exist around, you know, defining your purpose and principles and your three to five year vision. What that leaves for me as the real, crux for my system. I don't want to project on everybody here, but I found that horizon two is the one that is maybe um, the one that I need to spend more time clarifying and updating as things change, not in mm -hmm. terms of um, necessarily the contents that it drives in terms of projects and actions, but in terms of what it actually even is. So I use horizon two as the organization system in my task management system, OmniFocus for me, as well as in my note system agenda, where I have, you know, folders that represent my horizon two areas of focus. And then those contain my projects, which contain my actions and, and the notes about those. But um, it, it's also an area where I think I am woefully under indexed on thinking about in terms of its meaning. And I found that in this in this brief time of you know getting it ready for this conversation that it's a really interesting horizon to both move up and down from because mm -hmm. as i think about what my areas of focus are and start to clarify them that's helped me go oh i need a project about this and it helped me generate projects or oh i need to move up a horizon actually and think about how this contributes to my you know one to two year goal because this area of responsibility isn't really represented in in my goals uh but should be or, mm -hmm. or maybe I look at something and say, well, huh, I don't really know why I have this area of responsibility anymore. Does it still need to exist the way I think it, I, I've defined it in, in its existence? Let me consult mm -hmm. my one to two year goals for that. So yeah. I, I feel like that's the horizon with which there is the, I, I, may, I think maybe least amount of support material around, but I'm, I'm wondering if you found similar or what you think your like golden key horizon is for, for thinking and solving for. Well, I, I'm I'm I don't think I have a golden key horizon, but I'm definitely gonna say this because this thought has just come to me as you were talking. Um and I think it's worth saying. I found myself over the last couple of years, and I do mean couple of years, so like two to three years, setting what would be three to five year visions and accomplishing them in less than twelve months. Um and I think that that is You're something so efficient. either I'm super efficient or yes. 
I'm underestimating myself. Um, I'm going to guess it's land somewhere between the two of them. But the thing that I think that I should mention here, because finding your sweet spot with this is going to be tricky. And that's going to be something that changes as well, because you're probably going to start out being most comfortable with the calendar and the actions and then the projects and then move up from there, um, you know, figuring out, you know, like, what what am I good at figuring out? But something that I found extremely useful is setting what I think are really big goals that are going to take three to five years to achieve. And then I managed to do them in 12 months. And I've talked to other people as well. And they also have had the same kind of experience. Now, it won't happen to everybody. It depends on what your goal is. But the act of actually setting that goal for yourself will naturally make it easier and then filter backwards through everything else that you're doing. So even if you think it's it's really hard, what am I going to be doing in five years? I don't know. Pick something that you would like to be doing in five years and set that as your goal. And then see how it filters back and keep evaluating because the other key to this, which is going to make all of this actually work, is review. Now, we've talked about review before. We're going to talk about it again, I'm sure. Mm. Um, But, you know, like your weekly review is ground and horizon one. But then your monthly review, horizon two comes into it, your areas of focus, your accountability. Um, And then your quarterly review, well, you should be looking at your one to two year goals and objectives and your yearly review, you should also be looking at your three to five year vision and your purpose and principles um, to, to make, you know, to tie that in. Like those are things that filter into this. And that's, you know, part of how it comes into your system. That's a that's a really great way of putting that. I like I like how you broke that down because I think if you're having a tough time, uh, 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 as I have, uh, wrapping your head around what these horizons really mean, um, thinking of things on that sort of time scale is really valuable. Like think about what what are the things that I need to think about and review and consider every day. What about every mm-hmm. week? What about every month, quarter, year? I, I, as soon as you start to draw it out in those ways. Uh, I think that helps under that helped me really understand. Uh, here's how I ascend through these various different horizons to think differently about my life and work. Yeah, because on the one hand, you know, doing a horizon three, one to two year goals and objectives every you know every three months, every quarter, that sounds like it's very frequent. If you have a one year goal, then you'll have only evaluated it four times from conception to completion, and the fourth time that you evaluate it will be the completion day. That's mm kind of scary to think about but also that's great to think about because how much can you accomplish with four reviews you know and all of this comes down to the way that you look at things and the way that you see things different people will see things differently um and you know you have to figure out you know how do you see this um because that's that's the way that you're going to make it work for you Mm-hmm. I think I think too being clear with yourself and honest with yourself about um, let's say the actionability of a given thing that you are you are considering. So let's taking your example of of a of a you know what you thought was a three to five year vision and then it became a thing that you accomplished in less than a year. That must have probably been a highly actionable thing. Um, uh, so I, I think as as things become more and more actionable, either because the timing is right and you can do this now, or because mm-hmm. by virtue of the way you've defined it, it is clear what you have to do about that. Um, yeah. it, it may be a value to think about, you know, am I am I thinking of this as living on the correct horizon? And if it is, because I think the more, the higher you go in your horizons, the less actionable things become. 
like yeah. be a good human person, Horizon Five. Well, I, I mean, I would like to think that every day I'm contributing a little bit towards that, but I'm never going to be done that, and that isn't really a good verb that will inform, you know, what how how I act in a in a single moment. But if if the goal is you know launch website X, okay, that's you know, maybe it's long term as a project. And, uh, you know, I'm thinking of it as a one or two year goal. Maybe it actually is more like a horizon one kind of thinking about it, even if it is a longer term thing. So it, it, it can be tricky, I think, in some cases to assign the right kind of horizons thought processes to a given piece of work. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what you think about that. I mean, definitely. That's how I ended up accomplishing what I thought was a three-year goal inside of 12 months. Um, because, you know, I, 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 I misassigned it and, you know, that's just what happens. But, you know, all of this stuff, you know, nobody's perfect, right? But that's the thing. Like, by knowing that one of your purposes and your principles is to be a good human being, you can let that filter through and do, do you know, affect your projects and, and your individual actions because you can look at an action and go, I don't know. This this conflicts with one of my principles, which is be a good mm. human being. I'm not going to do this. Um, and then you've got a reason for it instead of just going eh. When you look at something like you've got a reason <laughs> behind it. Now, personally, I would I would say that everybody in their principles should have be a good human being, whatever that looks like for you. Um, you know, right up there. But you know, there are plenty of other ones that you're you're welcome to pick and choose. Um, but you know, it's it's one of those things where you can you can you know figure stuff out easily. More easily, I would hope, uh, once you start getting there with these things. And, you know, remember, all this stuff evolves. You don't, you know, set your purpose and principles and never, ever change it. You set your purpose and principles and, you know, every year or so, you take a look at them and go, eh, this doesn't really apply anymore. Or, yep, this is absolutely still me, you know, Mm -hmm. or somewhere between the two. And you adjust and you tweak and you, you know, evolve all of this stuff to, to fit you as you are now, as well as the you you would like to be. Certainly. And and I think there are a couple of things that I tend to look to as uh, quick touchstones for uh, for those things to give me um, greater insight into how am I thinking about these things. And, and the first is, and probably most important, is other people as a resource. So how am I talking to um, my, my, in my case, my wife and kids, my friends, my community, you, Rose, about, you know, things that are happening in uh, our lives or my life and how I'm contributing to them and what other people expect of me and, and what does that look like? And, and so I think um, enlisting other people uh, to help you define your own horizons and uh, the content of those horizons can be a really valuable exercise. Um, I also thought super tactically, um, looking at my job description, uh, periodically, because I, I I don't think I actually do the job as it is described and it, and it changes periodically. It's an interesting touchstone and lens to think about, uh, you know, I've gotten, you know, I, I've been flowing with the waters of all of the projects and needs and demands of, uh, of my work and my boss and my peers and my partners and my team. Uh, what, uh, what does this say on this piece of paper? And that's an an interesting way of taking me out of the game and up a couple of horizons to think about, you know, have I been approaching all aspects of this uh, in terms of uh, how I'm thinking about my work? So yes. I mean, uh, there's a couple of quick maybe takeaway thoughts for, for people to, 
I'd be interested to know what kind of resources that you turn to uh, or how you reflect on these things. Yeah. Well, something I've I've mentioned multiple times before, which has helped me figure a lot of this stuff out, uh, is the 12-week year. And also Mike Schmitz um, from the Focus podcast created a really great 12-week year guide, um, which I've used multiple times. And both of those have helped me out. Um, and it sounds a little bit weird, 12-week year. Does that mean I'm accomplishing a, a, a one to two year goal in 12 weeks? Quite possibly it does. But I found that the, just the way that that particular approach looks at things break stuff down enough that I can actually get stuff done and I can get, you know, everything as I want it in the end. Did that make sense? Uh, no, it absolutely, that absolutely makes sense. I like, uh, I, I like that approach a lot. I, I have to admit that uh, going through that handbook it still remains on my someday maybe list, but I, I have it and I'm, I'm really anxious to sit down with it and, and really work through that because I know that my, I know that my high horizons are are languishing a little bit because, you know, l- like many, um, I, I get caught up at ground and horizon one uh, a lot. Yeah. And, and that's that's fine. I mean, that's our that's our daily lives. Um, yeah. But but the, that can't come 100 percent at the expense of the others either. Um, so it's it's appropriate that most of your time and energy and attention is spent at the lower horizons. Um, but it but it can't be all. Uh, and I think achieving that balance and finding out what that right balance is for you in the way in which your life works um, is a really good exploration to undertake. Exactly. Um, and, you know, what you said, day-to-day life is ground level. Um, calendars and actions, really, you know, like that's what we do. You know, you wake up in the morning and you go and you do the things on your calendar and you check off the tasks in your task manager and you maybe look at the projects depending on what you're doing. And then, you know, every week you take a look at the ground and and the projects and, you know, you build everything up from there. So people shouldn't be concerned if they feel like they're bogged down in the calendar and the actions because that is the nature of life. And that's what the regular review is for. And that's where your horizons of focus tie into those reviews, or at least that's where they do for me. Absolutely. And I, I, that's that's just a really great way of putting it. I, I hope it helps some people because I know we've had quite a few questions on this in the past. Um, and speaking of questions, if you would actually like to send us a question and have us answer it and you're a supporter of the show, then you can do that uh, through nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested. There's the ability to send us questions there and uh, we will answer them and we may even take them and turn them into podcast episodes because we release a special members only episode on the first Tuesday-ish of the month where there's not a regular Nested Folders podcast episode. I say ish because if there are things like WWDC, then we'll try and get it to you in advance so that you get time to enjoy both. Scotty, have you had a good day today? I've had a great day today. This is this has been fantastic. Um, I, I feel like I need to go and do like a, a weekly review now at least. Uh, yeah, I feel like I, I feel stuff. like I've got an annual review looming over me. Oh I know gosh. I did one in in March, um, you know, when the world changed, um, as it did for so many of us. So I did one, but wow. I, I'm thinking I'll check in with another half yearly review later today. And uh, in the meantime, of course, if you're looking to find the podcast, you can find us at nestedfolderspodcast.com. And you can also find us on Twitter at nestedfolders. We love hearing your feedback. Feel free, send us an email, send us a tweet, fill out the contact form, you know. Do whatever makes you happy or, you know, just sit and enjoy. Scotty, where can people find you? People can find me at heyscottyj.com or by the same name on Twitter. Rosemary Orchard, where do people find you? You can find me at rosemaryorchard.com and rosemaryorchard on Twitter. 
We'll see you again in two weeks, folks. Amazing. Take care till then. Bye. Bye.